You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Good evening, Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson with you. And the Golden State Warriors are headed to their fifth consecutive NBA Finals. And they dispose of the Portland Trailblazers tonight and sweep their series against them. Four games to none. They now await the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and the Toronto Blue, uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, Toronto Raptors. And uh, pretty amazing if you if you take a step back and, and start thinking about where the Warriors are uh, in historical terms. I'm not sure this is the, you know, we can get into some nuts and bolts of the series, but these are the times when you, you got to just take a step back and say the things that this team has accomplished, this franchise has gotten done in the Joe Lake era with Steph Curry, uh, pretty amazing. And, again, Golden State going to their fifth consecutive NBA Finals. They beat the Portland Trailblazers tonight, 119-117. This is Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Guru, uh, what more can you say? And I will say this, that of all the runs during this, uh, you know, Steve Kerr tenure, this, to me, is – it becomes more special because a big component of your team is out, and that's Kevin Durant. And the wheels didn't fall off. DeMarcus Cousins is out. Iguodala did not play tonight, and they still pull it out, and it's just that championship moxie to where you watch the game and you just know when that time clock hits four triple zeros, the Warriors are going to have the lead, and that's what I felt like tonight. Portland – they're not better than the Warriors, Stoney, but I don't know who to put it on. Dame, the coach, they just didn't execute, and maybe I need to tip my cap to the Warriors' defense on why I saw a lack of execution coming from the Blazers in an elimination game at home. One of the things I think the Warriors have managed to pull off, and it's it's pretty improbable when you stop and think about it, and the number here is 888-957-9570. And momentarily, we will be going to the Steve Kerr postgame press conference. That'll be coming up momentarily. Uh, But one of the things about the Warriors that they've kind of managed to pull off here is they're back-to-back NBA champions going for a three-peat, and yet it feels like they have somehow begun to consider themselves Cinderella almost. Mm. They're not playing like favorites other than the fact that they have more talent than everybody they seem to have something to prove whether it's because Kevin Durant's not playing uh, or not it would seem to clearly have something to do with that but the reality is the Warriors are are favorites and yet there's something they have going right now which makes what they're doing seem pretty special and the reality is we thought they're going to get three in a row when you thought about it at the start of the season. So what what I'm getting at is if they manage to pull this off, however they manage to pull it off, it's going to be far more interesting 
than anybody thought it was going to be. Yeah, uh, well said. And I'll say this, Tiny. We cannot predict the future, but I will tell you this, my friend. Whatever transaction happens with the Warrior leaving, staying, coming, or going, I got my money on this team next season. This this season's not even over. That's where I'm at. This thing is nowhere near the end, regardless of who departs. And for me to say that and mean that, it's a special thing going on. And I got to ask you this real quick, the million-dollar question. Wait a minute. So you're saying KD could bounce. Some other things could happen. If Steph, Dre, and Clay are in Warrior uniforms, I got the dubs on mine. What does and, that mean? To win it all next yeah, year? Yeah, that you win it all. What about this year? They still have oh, they, another they, series. Yeah, but I'm figuring being proactive is they're gonna take care of business. The so Warriors are gonna win four you already you already have jumped oh, no, to my, next no, year. No, four I'm enjoying row. my prediction okay. coming truth that gotcha. that. But yeah, so I'm just saying if they do if this season does culminate in the championship. But what I'm saying is the future's bright. What I want to ask you real quick, we talked this morning. Green or Curry, who's MVP? And I know one game in a series can be big, but they both had a triple-double. I'm asking you, did Curry do enough if you were to give an award to surpass Green tonight? Yeah, I don't. You ain't into that. No, not even. It doesn't remotely interest me at all. Uh, Coming up with a fictitious MVP uh, for a fictitious award that they don't have but it was I all should, over social but, media well if, if, I, if. i'm the one i'm the one who brought it up so or one of the guys who brought it up so i'm not i'm not blaming you for bringing it up i'm just i don't know what to say anymore about it uh today's kia post-game press conference with coach steve kerr brought to you by kia official vehicle of the warriors visit KiaDealers.com to learn more i'm steve kerr from the golden state warriors talk about them um, uh, I'm gonna. Before we start, I'm just. I just want to say congrats to the uh, Blazers on a on a fantastic year. And um, you know, having played here for one season a long time ago, I've always uh, loved this city, loved the fan base, uh, the energy in this building, uh, and this this version of the Blazers over the last few years has been. And one of my favorite teams to watch. Uh, have so much respect uh, and admiration for Terry and his staff and and, and the players. What uh, Damian and, and CJ do uh, as leaders and as uh, as a backcourt together, uh, it's amazing to watch. And uh, I know the city loves its its team, and they they should love this version of this team as as much as any of them because they're. Uh, are a great group. Um, we we had to fight and scrap. In the end, it's a sweep, but we had to scrap and claw for three, three of the four victories. So, this was a lot more difficult than uh, than it may have appeared. Um, so we're happy to move on, and uh, happy to get a little rest before we have to play again. Uh, we'll open it up. Gareth Burke, NBC Sports Area, and going along with the difficulty, there are going to be people who look at this and see a sweep, think it was easy. What made it so challenging, whether it was the things that the Blazers were throwing at you or the injuries siphoning off your manpower? How did you guys persevere? Well, um, you know, our guys have been, they've been at this for a while, um, so they know how to win. They know how to uh, come back from deficits. Uh, and when you get this deep in the playoffs, you're playing against the best teams in the league. And um, you know this backcourt that you're dealing with, uh, with uh, McCollum and Lillard, is a it's a nightmare um, trying to stay in front of them. And you have to commit help. You have to have a, a five-man defensive effort. 
and that leaves you vulnerable in areas. I thought tonight they did their best job of uh, exposing uh, those vulnerabilities. Um, you know, Myers Leonard was was fantastic, and uh, they did a really good job of moving the ball. They had 31 assists, and, and um, uh, our defense was um, was shaky tonight. But we we turned it up in the fourth quarter and in overtime, and uh, and got it done. But it was uh, it was an uphill climb the whole way. Hey, Steve, Phil Barber, Santa Rosa Press Democrat. What did you think of the efforts of McKinney and Looney in overtime for you? Well, I think they've both been fantastic all year. You know, Looney has become one of our uh, foundational pieces. Um, he's, he does this every single night. And I think one thing that we've seen um, in almost every series is as the game goes on, and players get tired. Um, Loon gets uh, more and more rebounds. Um, he just has a knack for the ball, really long arms, great feel for the game. And so his rebounding, I think he had 14 tonight, a bunch of offensive boards, um, really a, a big key for us. And then, you know, without Andre, um, we needed every ounce of effort from Alfonso. And, uh, you know, we didn't want to extend Sean Livingston's minutes. Um, Played 21, which is already a high number. Up 3-0, you know, going uh, going into tonight. So when we went overtime, we just decided let's let's give Zoe the minutes, and he came through in a big way. Steve, Nick Friedel, ESPN. In this era, how would you put into context what it means to go to the NBA Finals for the fifth straight season? Uh, it, it's. I hope it doesn't. Uh, go unnoticed or underrated. Um, you know, five straight finals hasn't been done since the 60s, since Bill Russell's Celtics. Uh, hasn't been done for a reason. It's really, really difficult. And uh, so I, I just can't say enough about the uh, competitive desire of the, the group of players that we have here and the, the culture that they've built together. Um, you know, Playing together regardless of injury. You know, we've had, uh, you know, being without Kevin these last five games has put us in a, in a really tough spot, and our guys stepped up in a big way. Um, you know, a couple of years back, we were without Steph for uh, uh, over a two year period. I think he missed like 12 playoff games, um, and we won nine of them. Um, so the group has a fiber to them. Uh, where when guys go down, uh, they find a way to uh, to come together and, and compete and win. Starts defensively. If you can defend at a high level in the playoffs, you always have a chance. Um, but um, I just think the experience of, of winning titles helps you in these moments, and it helps you uh, continue to uh, move forward and, and uh, come away with victories like tonight. Steve Mark Schwartz, ESPN. Uh, Terry Stotts mentioned championship pedigree when he walked in here, and I wonder if you can kind of drill down into what exactly that is and, and the trust between your players, namely the great pass by Steph when he was trapped to Draymond for a three. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the championship pedigree, what that means is not panicking uh, in big situations and trusting your teammates, trusting what you're doing out there. Um, I almost called a timeout 
halfway through that possession because it looked like nothing was happening. And, um, you know, Draymond just did what Draymond does. You know, he, hit, he hits big shots. There's a guy who hit five threes in game seven of the finals a few years ago. Uh, when nobody else could make a shot, you know, he, he's, he made five threes. And he's not even a three-point shooter. So Draymond is just a big game player. Um, Steph trusted him, and that was obviously the, uh, the shot of the game. Jamie Goldberg from the Oregonian. Steve, uh, Damian Lillard obviously has been battling a, a rib injury throughout this series. What did you think of his performance against you guys tonight to, to keep uh, the Blazers in this game? Well, I thought he was great. Uh, you know, I thought the game softened up uh, when Myers Leonard started making threes. We had to make some adjustments, and as soon as we did that, uh, Damian's eyes lit up. You know, he started to see single coverage, and, and he got going. And uh, so I felt like... Uh, you know, he got loose, and uh, it was it obviously made things really difficult on us. Um, so he had a he had a fantastic game. So did CJ. I mentioned, uh, you know, Myers. So they all had it going, but we've we found a way. And I think over the the course of the game, um, you know, it's just it just gets tougher and tougher to make shots. Uh, when you're playing big minutes, you're going into overtime. And so our defense, I think, eventually kicked in. Our guys did a, a great job. Hey, Steve, Steve, Mark, Medina, Bay Area News Group. Obviously, Steph's and Draymond's talent speaks for itself, but what makes them a unique tandem in terms of their chemistry together and their leadership approaches? Well, uh, you know, they, they, they've been playing pick and roll together for uh, five years, more, more than that, seven years, I guess. Um, and Draymond is an amazing playmaker, and Steph is so lethal that he's going to draw a lot of attention. So they have a, a real knack for uh, working the pick and roll together, uh, finding openings, and then attacking. And, and um, they're both great passers as well. So they're uh, they're fun to watch. They're they're uh, they're kind of made for each other from a basketball standpoint. And uh, they um, you know they've been. They've been doing this for a long time, so they got they've got a, a real feel for each other. Front row left, right here. Uh, Ethan Strauss, the Athletic. Uh, a lot of coaches shrink their bench uh, in the playoffs, but in this series, you really expanded it. Uh, what was the thinking behind that? Uh, why that approach? Well, we had to. Um, you know, when you're missing Kevin Durant, um, you you can't replace Kevin with with one guy. We had to replace him with three or four night after night and then and then tonight without Andre we had to um, you know find more minutes so um, it, it was a good series for the bench they did a, a fantastic job and uh, we, we uh, I think mixed and matched and tried to find combinations that worked and uh, a lot of guys really played well over the over the course of the series and uh, it was a big big reason for the, the series win. All righty, that was Steve Kerr. And Steve Kerr is brought to you by Kia, the official vehicle of the Warriors. Visit kiadealers.com to learn more. Warriors 119, Trailblazers 117. Uh, Warriors sweep the Western Conference Finals. They await the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks-Toronto Raptors Series. 888-957-9570 is the number. Time to take your calls and talk about this one. Uh, we can go big picture. We can go uh, small picture. We can talk about the ins and outs of this game. We can talk about the greatness 
of the Warriors in the last five years. We can talk about the greatness of the big three. Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and Draymond Green. They were the ones who got it done tonight. Although, at what point do you start saying Kevon Looney's a part of this thing? Uh, Kevon Looney tonight, guru, 5 for 7 from the floor. He finishes with 12 points, 14 rebounds. And when it comes to second chance points, Warriors 15. Blazers 7. That was a big part of the win tonight for the Warriors. Yeah, and you and I had a discussion about how important rebounding is, and you talk about this deadly team that the Golden State Warriors are, and you give them second opportunities, sometimes three. Uh, it, it's out of control, Steiny, and now I'm just looking at you know, the hard work by Looney, it seems to be rubbing off on McKinney. Uh, your rep coach, Jordan Bell, chipped in with 14 minutes. My point is, Jacob Evans got in the game. It's back to strength in numbers this series. And I feel like they're feeding off each other, uh, mainly the bench guys, when they see, you know, the other guys uh, chipping in. This is a special win. And what they're going to do with the time off, Stiney, I don't know, but... If it were me, number one on the item list is Kevin Durant. Can he come back for the finals? But I'm going to say this to you. Nine, ten days, I want to say, hell yes, he's coming back. But what if he didn't? Can that work against the team? I don't know. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, that's simple as that. Uh, he's either going to be healthy enough to play or he's not going to be healthy enough to play. And the Warriors will go play Toronto or Milwaukee without him. And the reality is... They might not be the favorites if they don't have Kevin Durant, uh, but in a lot of ways, they'll be expected to win that. No doubt. With with or without Kevin Durant. Uh, Let's head out to uh, Ohio. Ohio is in Oakland, and when we go out to the fans, it's always sponsored by Audi Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. What's up, Ohio? Steiny and Guru, you guys need to stop it, man. I told you guys this was going to be a sweep. Now you're seeing Oakland's best game. Now you're seeing that the bench really makes a difference in this whole – the bench been supposed to be making a difference all year long. But now they're stepping it up like they did when they didn't have Kevin Durant and when they didn't have Cousins. They've been doing this for five years. So there's nothing different. Now we got our rest, so bring Milwaukee on because that's who we're going to play, and we're going to be waiting for them. But let me tell you this. Draymond Green? I, just, I didn't. I, I knew it was oh, coming. He I was did. I'm I, naive. He, he was, he was, he was itchy saying... from the get-go. <laughs> 888-957-9570 is the number. Again, Warriors 119, Blazers 117 in overtime, triple-double, for Steph Curry, triple-double for Draymond Green. The Warriors won despite playing without Kevin Durant, without Andre Iguodala, also without DeMarcus Cousins. And just another special win to add to the Warriors' dynasty highlight reel. And they've had a few of them now in the last five games. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt, Guru, that since Durant's gotten hurt, Uh, Obviously, no one wants to see an injury, but uh, the Warriors have sure made uh, the injury have a silver lining. And the silver lining is uh, this team has been galvanized by it, and they're together, and they head to the NBA Finals. They're going to be rested, and they're going to be confident. I mean, really confident. 
Yeah. So that that doesn't spell, um, you know, necessarily good fortune for the Eastern Conference champion. Now we got a we, we got a while to get ready for Game One. Uh, you know, all d- depending on who they play. But I'm gonna tell you, I was in the building when KD got hurt. I didn't think they were gonna pull out that game. I didn't think they were gonna pull out the series. I've told you that. But then I predicted a sweep after I saw them respond and and watching the rest of the gang chip in. But now taking that next step against whoever Toronto or Milwaukee, Stani, I'm back to being a little a little. You know, you can sense the trepidation that they need Durant to beat. Those, one of those two teams. Well, the good thing for you, Guru, is there's nine days for you to change your mind four or five I'm going to be in the lab, but I'm going to enjoy this one. You're yeah. not coming in tomorrow? No, the lab, getting all the notes together, uh, injury reports, and then I'll say who who's going to win. Okay, well, we'll mm-hmm. be waiting. Okay. We'll be waiting. It's going to... Hey, you guys, think we'll be able to make it the next nine or ten days? <laughs> Look, at you. Look at my man Alex with the shrug. Michael, he had the Michael I Jordan saw, shrug, saw shrug after, window. The, after the uh, three-point shots against Portland that series. Uh, Guru, you know, I, I know how you yeah. you like to say when when you're on the verge of saying something you, you think is poignant. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> well, I got a couple. You, you're going to love this from my side. You want to talk about light years? It, you know, we talk about Lake of being light years. Let me tell you who's light years. Draymond Green, he is light years. And here is why he is light I'm years. The fact that he has spent the last two days saying, you know, I've been looking in the mirror. I don't like how much I've been complaining. I think it's kind of been disgusting. I've been crying too much. You know, the refs make mistakes, too. He has set the table for him to just be able to knock the crap out of people in the finals without getting any calls. Yeah, you got to give him. That's called game. That's called light years. Yeah, and he's manipulative. Well, he ain't manipulative. He's a junkyard dog. He's a junkyard dog. Another 43 uh, minute performance, and then he hits the go the go ahead three. I didn't think that was falling. I was like, "Yeah, oh, you little gassed." And he hit Christian in Richmond. What's going on? How's it going, guys? Hey, man. Oh man, these Warriors, like you guys were saying, it's 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 a real dynasty that they have going. And and even even if KD leaves, you know, the Warriors always have that next man up mentality and that's what's gotten them through um houston and now portland you know when um katie's on dre steps up steph steps up clay steps up there's always somebody stepping up for somebody else and that's just really what they got going for them and i think that's why they're going to go far you know as long as they keep those three together man it's we're it's limitless mm. Uh, you know what? That's with- that's not a bad point. And the other thing is, you know, they they talk about the strength in numbers, but the reality is, let, let's we were doubting the numbers. You though. Got, no, but I'm talking about think about it. You got Spates, you got Barbosa. Oh. Who else has come off the Ian bench? Ian Clark. Ian Clark helped him at times. JaVale McGee. McGee helped him at times. David West helped him at times. Uh, what's my guy, David West? McAdoo every once in yeah. a while. Uh, no, not Kuzmich. David West. Uh, and this year, McKinney. My point is, it's much easier to step up if you're a role player when you're playing with mm. 
the superstars like the Warriors have. It just is. They they make and listen. Kevon Looney's been terrific. Think about how he's spoon fed by playing with all the other Warriors. Again, I don't want to take anything away from Kevon Looney. He's been terrific. I can't wait to see who pays him. But hopefully, it, it's the Warriors. But it it definitely uh, it's easier to be a role player with superstars who are among the best in the in the NBA. Uh, let's go to Will in Berkeley. What's going on, Will? How you doing? Yo, man, I love you guys, man. I'm I'm feeling the love tonight. Thank you. I'm so I'm so happy for my Warriors. I feel like a proud <laughs> papa. You know, I have a new nickname for these guys. The Outliers. Huh. That's the babyface assassin. We got, oh, I thought it was got for guru baby. and me. I thought yeah. you, it was you and I me were the outliers. Not, I thought that's what Will was. Okay. It was more the team he was right, focused on. Oh, you cut Will off? Oh, we were ready for ah. Will, you got to call back, Will. Chill, Will. Just, that, he was happy, though, and he, he should, loved us. He should be happy. I hear, You want to know my other one? Here's my other one. Don't steal this right, tomorrow. The, right. In fact, I'll have to come out with right. both. <laughs> so um, when you think about the greatest players of all time, Wilt, Kareem, Bird, Magic, Jordan, LeBron, and let's say you're going to put Curry in there, all right? all right? Is it crazy to put Curry in there or to put him in that list? Top top eight, ten. The numbers say no. Okay. So of all those players, there's nobody in the history of the game that has played at such a physical disadvantage as Steph Curry. He's th- he's six three. He's two hundred pounds. Let's say Kareem was seven two. Bird was six nine. Magic was six nine. Jordan six six. Freak of nature. LeBron six nine. So the only people we can really can compare him to is Isaiah, Isaiah, maybe a maybe a Nate Archibald. So that's another reason why you got to consider him among the greats of all time, is because he's made this kind of impact, and he's the smallest player in the history of the game who's ever made this kind of impact. But taking it a step further, all right. Stephen Curry. In 90% of the games that Steph Curry, I'd say more than that maybe, in 90% of the games that Steph Curry plays in his career, when he lines up with the guy who guards him, most of the time, most of the time he's at a physical disadvantage. Okay, you are correct. The Portland Trailblazers are one team where he is physically superior to both their guards. He is physically superior to Lillard. He's physically superior to McCollum. He they they don't have any size on him. They they don't what do they have on him? Damian Lillard maybe with a little bit of quickness, maybe. Steph has the mental game. So the the point is is that he he plays a team you wonder why he averaged uh 36 37 36 37. He had a mismatch every single night, and he usually doesn't have a mismatch, physically at least. Yeah, and, and for you to... Don't you dare take that from me uh, tomorrow. Uh, you, you'll be okay. <laughs> Stani, this dude's special. He revolutionized the game. He's in his prime. And of all those guys you mentioned on the list, I don't think during their prime, 
people were whispering. We heard them right here on the station that something up was up with Curry. We didn't know if it was father time. That wasn't but 30 days ago, if not less. And here comes this metamorphosis again to have Steph Curry, number 30, put the NBA on notice of whose league it is. And if you disagree, it may not be his. It's part of his. And if he goes ahead and pulls this off, if they're without Durant in the finals, I'm just like, I, I, I'm, I'm stunned. I'm speechless. I've run out of superlatives. Steph Curry is, is a bad dude. Uh, I'm hearing Allen Iverson. Even uh, Allen Iverson says Steph's better Steph's, than him. He is. It's not oh, Allen said it. Please. The numbers. Could you please. If you put Steph Curry's numbers next to Allen Iverson's numbers, Different Iverson era? would be ashamed. But could Steph take that Philly it team to matter. the finals doesn't in the matter. East? It doesn't matter. Hmm. And then here's a 408. Somebody's got to get the cotton out of 408's ears. Why do you never say Kobe, Steiny? I was about to. Because he's... Oh, you mean when I said yeah, that? Yeah, I was getting, yeah. I was feeling something. Yeah, I I'll let you one. go. It's late. Yeah, I, yeah, but Kobe's in there. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm he had saying a physical he advantage. Yeah. yeah, he had a physical advantage over most of the players uh, that he played against. Manuel in Dublin. What's up, Manuel? Hey, guys. Hey, hey what's hey, up? You guys do a great job. Every every night, you know, every day in the morning, you know, you, you get us through Warrior Talk and you break everything down. Uh, tonight, man, I thought that. That coach went for it, man. He kept Curry in there. I'm so yep. glad we got this. I thought it, I'm, you know, I wouldn't want to go back to Oakland and have the little bit of pressure on us. But I kind of want to look ahead a little bit now. I'm still thinking the Bucks. Papa broke it down today where he thinks the, the Bucks are vulnerable. He he says let let Giannis take the three a little bit. Um, Kawhi's hurt. I, I just still I'm still shocked, man. Can you imagine if we would? And I always bring this up every year now. If we would be going for a five peat right now, I can't. I just, you know, we we're literally we're a minute, a minute away. So I'm I'm gonna listen to you for the next nine days, get hyped up, save up my money for game three in Oakland, and uh, I just can't wait. You guys do a great job, man. Thank. Thank you. you. Appreciate the call. Seven oh seven says I'm high. Uh, McCollum is way bigger than Steph. McCollum's six three one ninety. Scrawny. McCollum's scrawny. Hey, speaking of. He just gave the Warriors the best compliment I think I've ever heard. Which Dame is? Lillard, whether they're up or down, talking about the Warriors, they do the same things. And that's Portland does it. They're schizophrenia. It's like, you know, they're playing a, a good defensive team. But, Stani, just think about that. I think that's that's profound. Whether they're up or down, they do the same things. 888 888-957-9570. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Five straight NBA Finals. The Warriors will be headed to their fifth NBA Finals. Those begin Thursday May 30th, the Warriors will play either the Milwaukee Bucks or the Toronto Raptors. Only one other franchise in the history of the NBA has ever gone to five straight NBA Finals, and it was the Boston Celtics in the 60s. You start thinking about what this franchise has accomplished, and you realize that whether you're talking about the Showtime Lakers, Bird Celtics, 
Michael Jordan's Bulls, Kobe Shaq, Lakers, anybody in the 70s, this team has had more success over a five-year period than all but one of those teams. And it's pretty remarkable when you take a step back and think about it that way, Guru. And it's still in process. That's the crazy thing about it, Stoney. It still is going. We don't know where it's going to end. But right now at this juncture, you speak of the five straight trips, is phenomenal. 888-957-9570, the number. Let's head back to the phones. Let's go to... Let's go to Jake in San Carlos. Hey, Jake. Hey, guys. Um, uh, so, like, uh, I guess, like, for me, like, I just want to say, like, I'm young. I'm only 25. So, like, when it comes to people who are, like, the most influential in basketball, I think of Steph Curry and I think of Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about numbers. I'm talking about effect and how much that one player mm-hmm. just took over the world. And I guess you could say Vince Carter with that. But, like, to be in that kind of category, in that kind of realm, it's just unbelievable. And for him to be on our team, man, we're blessed. So, Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. A little choked up. Jake, maybe a little choked up. It's called passion. Yeah. yeah. You can relate to that, Goo. Yeah. But When's the last time you I cried think, uh, over a sporting event? Wow. Was, uh, Tiger. That's Cowboys. Tiger. Cowboy. Well, he just won the Masters. Oh, it was Tears of Joy. Yeah. Oh, oh. Tears, that's different. Tears of Joy, yeah. What but about still... Tears of Sadness? Ah, never mind. Yeah. Greg in the city. What's up, Greg? <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. I enjoy your show. Hey, I What's just want to talk about right Curry there? and Looney a little bit. <laughs> Curry's still my MVP of the Warriors. Uh, best shooter in the league, best, best passer in the league. That translates to the Warriors' MVP. Let me just one word for him. He's a magician on the court. Okay, that that guy puts a ball in a string like nobody to me. Looney, uh, I give him credit. I didn't think he's going to be doing it like he's been doing it. I think his jujitsu training's been helping that man a little bit. Look, good shape. And I like the Warriors using more hands on D like they were in that uh, fourth quarter in overtime. So that's about what I got. Curry, you're my MVP. Go Warriors. Thanks, Greg. Good stuff. Good stuff. Wow, Stein. He's on a roll. Speaking of uh, our man's guy, Curry. Looney, he is in terrific shape right now. How about this? The Warriors, so they're missing Iguodala. They're missing Durant. All right, they don't have Cousins. Wow. And the Blazers were the team fading. The Warriors seem to be getting stronger in that ball game, And they are depleted. I think Denver took a lot. No excuses. I think it took a lot out of Portland, that whole series. Tough to, tough to deny wow. that. Tough to take exception to that. What about Lillard's shot? You got to do better than that, right? Not not Lillard for shooting at Stotts. Give me something better. And you're down two. Michelle, Santa Cruz. Hey, Michelle. Hey, how's it going? How are you? So, I'm excellent. I'm so excited the Warriors won. Sweep, sweep, sweep. Anyway, um, I was a ref for many years and a basketball player myself. And I seem to feel that Steph Curry is kind of like Jerry West in the sense that he has such the game smarts um, like Jerry West had back in the day. I used to go to those games down in L.A. Mm -hmm. as a kid when I played. Anyhow, I want to say my MVP is Stephen Kerr because the coach has done a phenomenal job with resting the players, getting the bench off the bench and playing. 
and now we have like two first strings, kind of sort of. You know what's funny? You know what's funny, Michelle, is I was talking, you're not going to believe this, I was talking to a guy today about Jerry West, and I didn't see a lot of him. He was kind of at the, uh, you know, I was young and he was, he was, uh, uh, the past his prime. But, you know, it's funny. If comparing Steph Curry to, to Jerry West nowadays, I'll bet you a lot of people are like, well, he's better than Jerry West, and they've never seen Jerry West. But Jerry West was. Unbelievable. I mean, he was an incredible player. And you have to remember, we didn't have the three-point line back then. Yes. It wasn't that extra, you know, kicking. But, you know, when I was a kid, my mom worked for United Airlines. And she had Jerry West come to my town, my gym, and school me for like three hours when I was in ninth grade. Nice. And wow. My, my, my high school, Chatsworth High, went on to be undefeated for three years straight in the state. In the state. Division one. Nice. Whoa. Well, thanks for calling, Michelle. Yeah. Appreciate don't be it. A don't be, don't be in. Yeah, Jerry West was incredible. Speaking of comparisons, real quick, Stoney. Draymond Green is turning into Magic Johnson right before our eyes. I just where was this during the season or he was saving it? He is turning into Irvin Magic Johnson with the ball in his hands, making the right Joe Montana pass, getting he's just a creator. Six turnovers tonight. Okay. Well he's your MVP. Yeah. But of the series. You like that. Well he is, but yeah. you said he's Magic Johnson. Magic they hey, there were times they called Magic Tragic Johnson. Well, Things happen. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. just saying, Magic. <laughs> but you know what you're I mean. You're comparing Larry. You're comparing Draymond Green to the probably the guy who led the fast break. Okay, than this is where I'm in going. The, in the history, you're the basketball connoisseur. Is there a I team mean, out here that can stop Dre from bringing it down? What is that? As simple as get back listen, and cut I, him off, like you say, Stein. You were on to something. Nobody's doing it. Listen, I've told you a million times. The biggest joke in the NBA are NBA advanced scouts. Right. Why is that? Uh, well, I was thinking about this the other day. Is there, and I'm going to use me. Okay. But you could you could use other people too, not you, but other people. It'd be you. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> is there any advanced scout in the NBA that knows more about the Warriors than I do? No, because they haven't seen no advanced scout, no scout. No scout for the Brooklyn Nets has seen the Warriors play 300 times in the last year. You have. I have. Shasky has. I feel like we got there's the same. Nobody, there's no advanced scout out there that knows more than someone who's got some kind of basketball smarts who's been watching the Warriors for three years. Film don't lie. So go over the film all you want. I can tell you I can tell you the... the uh, it's the eye test. Jerry West lost six championships. Let me tell you something about Jerry West. It, it would have been a. It would have been a Damn, shame. Six. It would. He. I, I thought he lost more than that. I know, Guru. You would have said he was gutless. No, no. You would have Jerry called him a choker. Than, no. You would have absolutely called Jerry West a no, choker. I know. I just wanted Jordan as the replace him as a logo. But go ahead, Michael. I mean, uh, Jerry West. Well, he must. It was never his fault. Then it sounds like you're saying never. <laughs> Never in a million Six, years. Whoa, uh, Jack in Berkeley. What's up, Jack? Actually, you know what, uh, Jack? Go ahead. We got you. 
Thanks for taking my call. Um, I had a quick question about what you guys thought about Jacob Evans getting some playing time today because, honestly, I thought it was kind of gutsy by Steve Kerr. Um, he played so poorly in the regular season that, um, I don't know, I, I didn't really expect uh, him to be out there tonight, but he was. I, I just want to know, what do you guys think? Well, honestly, you know, Jacob Evans, he, he, How you know, he, t- he, get in? he tied his shoes and – Got in, and Kerr said, "Go ahead in there." Wow, man, and, uh, he's got to be feeling good. It's hey, look, four minutes. Hey, three, three and a half minutes. He's a plus three. He played uh, better than uh, Jordan Bell did that one game where he played four seconds, right? And was a, a minus three, I think, minus two or three. Speaking of uh, Jordan Jerry West, Bell, one and eight, one and eight in the NBA Finals. Jerry West. Well, that don't get a lot of run at all. Well, That's man, we've been barking at LeBron. Wow. Who has been barking at the LeBron? The world. In his I finals record. I haven't. And now Jerry West. Woo. Jerry, I don't know that wow. Jerry West Lakers were ever a favorite. Against a lot of those Celtics teams. 888-957-9570 is the number. When we come back, we'll head down to Portland, talk to John Dickinson. We'll wrap it up, but stick around because at 1030, Butcher Boy and Ryan Covey will be taking you home. We'll be right back. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. Warriors headed to their fifth straight NBA Finals. They beat the Portland Trailblazers 119-117 in overtime. And they will play the Milwaukee Bucks or Toronto Raptors starting next Thursday, May 30th. And let's head down to Portland uh, where we've got our main man, John Dickinson. J.D., what's up, man? What's up, fellas? How you doing? Uh, doing well. Just uh, I'll just come at you with uh, what, do you, what do you think? Another, another ball game that uh, is going to be one that fans are going to remember. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty remarkable the way this team just kept coming in this series and and had an ability to always make the run that they had to have uh, to to get the game close late and then to execute down the stretch uh, and 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 you know just take the air out of a, a Blazers team. You know, series go down as sweeps, and, and, you know, three years from now, you'll look back in basketball reference, or ten years from now, you'll look back and go, man, the Warriors dominated this series in the 2019 Conference Finals. For a, for a 4-0 sweep, that's about as, as competitive a 4-0 sweep as, as I can remember, although you had the feeling in, in every single game, at least the last three, that you knew the Warriors were going to make a run. You didn't know how Portland was going to respond. And I think what ultimately played out was the Warriors have more playmakers. The Warriors have the championship experience. And that core group of Curry and Thompson and Draymond Green, having been through and really seeing everything these last four years and now five years, going up against a team that was playing on this stage for the very first time as a, as a collective. J.D., I was watching the game with Steiny, and I was complaining about uh, the Blazers and the sets they were coming coming out in after timeouts, kind of in crunch time. And the Warriors took it to them. They deserve to win the series. And we talk about players all the time. But I'm asking you, how would you assess Coach Stotts and the job he did from a tactical standpoint this series? 
Look, I think there's probably some things, you know, I, I'm tactical as far as plays and sets. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to get into that. I mean, the, the Blazers put their best players in positions to succeed in this series, and their best players didn't come through. That, that's the bottom line. Now, if you want to say, you know, maybe he could have made uh, a, a lineup change here or there a little bit sooner, but he, he did end up going to Myers Leonard for these last couple of games, and Myers Leonard was a, a tremendous positive for, the, for this Blazers team. Gave him some scoring, gave him some energy, gave him a little bit of playmaking uh, in terms of somebody to, to get the ball to uh, if the Warriors were trying to trap uh, Lillard and or McCollum and dare somebody else to beat him. So, you know, I, I think Stotts in some ways had an answer. I also think, you know, look, it's on the it's on the top-notch players to to succeed mm. and to come through. And, and the Blazers missed layups, you know, down the stretch of a lot of these games, you know, shots that were there. But the reality is you put the ball in the hands of your stars and you tell them to come through, and the Blazers' stars didn't come through. So to a- answer that, you know, tactically and sets and X's and O's, you know, I, I think it, was, it it's not about that. It's not about that at all. It's, it's about – the better team winning and, and players that, that, that are that are all-star caliber players not coming through for one team versus the other, you know, in what otherwise was a relatively even series. J.D., the finals don't start till next Thursday, uh, which is a long way away, or relatively speaking. They have Kevin Durant hurt. They got Andre Iguodala hurt. They got DeMarcus Cousins hurt. How do you think the Warriors are looking toward this break? How are they going to spend their time? And do you get the sense that, that Steve Kerr was kind of looking forward to it? Or they all, they've already been – are they talking already about how nine days is a long time? No, neither really. I mean, Clay Thompson was joking about getting back to the Bay and hoping the weather is, is finally you know better. I know there's been some rain you know throughout the last few days, something that is atypical for – you know, now mid to late May. So, no, I, I think, look, the Warriors are going to have probably a couple of days off. They're going to practice for a couple of days. They're going to take a day off, and then they're going to practice for a couple of days and, and figure out where they're flying to next Tuesday, whether it's Milwaukee or Toronto, and they're going to head there. And then the, the, the last day before is the big media day and the practice on the floor at wherever arena uh, that game one will be at. So that, that Wednesday, the day before, is something that will be a, a road city event day for them. The Tuesday is a travel day. So that takes care of a couple of those days right there. Uh, and then I think there's probably going to be two off days, I would imagine, between now and Tuesday when they actually leave. Uh, so that's four of the nine days right there. Uh, and then tomorrow will be another one. Uh, so, you know, it, it – it goes fast. I think there's time to fill it. I think not knowing the opponent makes it trickier, uh, but but clearly it's it's about getting uh, Durant and and Iguodala and maybe eventually Cousins uh, after that healthy and trying to get them integrated. It's it's a it's a nice problem to have. Honestly, typically I I'm more of a uh, you know rest on the rest versus rust debate. I like to keep playing. I don't like long layoffs. But I think for this team in this situation, being so close to its goal after everything that they've been through during the last four-year run and being a little bit shorthanded and banged up right now, I actually think it's perfect for this team to be able to catch their breath, regroup, really hone in on the opponents that they're going to be facing because they're not going to have home court advantage in this next series and and just try and lock in one more time to to finish this run. J.D., thank you so much, and uh, safe travels back to the Bay, and we will catch up with you when you get back. Sounds good, guys. All right, J.D., have a good one, my man. All right.
That is going to do it for Warriors wrap-up. The Golden State Warriors, they sweep the Portland Trailblazers, and they do it with a 119-117 victory over the Portland Trailblazers. They now play the winner of the Toronto Raptors and Milwaukee Bucks series. Toronto down two games to one in that series. Game one will be coming up Thursday, May 30th. Thursday, May 30th. It's going to give the Warriors a chance to heal, but it's also going to give them a layoff. Ryan Covey and Joe Shasky next. That's the Realtor.com wrap-up show, your home for home search. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.